Welcome to Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Every man and woman has one. What's yours? And now your hostess, Miss Jocelyn Stone. dirty humor, also free speech, then choose the seduction of Anita Sarkeesian. This is for 18 years and older. A babe named Anita Sarkeesian crusades to purify video games, but she discovers a maverick named Frelson, who is also discovering her. Frelson thinks that she is hot and stylish. Frelson challenges Anita's worldview in ways that she never imagined. He entices her, yet she feels conflicted. Will Frelson succeed in his quest to seduce Anita and to transform her into a maverick? Read this erotic romance novella and find out. It is available on Amazon iTunes and elsewhere. Hurry and get your copy of The Seduction of Anita Sarkeesian before more prudes ban this book. Hello out there and welcome back to another fantabulous episode of Sick Addictions. This is Sick Addictions number 165. And how's everybody been? I mean, it is 2017 now and we thank Jesus we made it through January. I was wondering if Rebecca and I were going to actually make it through and survive. I ended up getting really sick but in January you know it's our busiest busiest month and when it comes right down to it we did three conventions and then I had a an awards party so we did XBiz in LA Internex in Vegas then AVN in Vegas and then I went back to LA for the Footnight Awards show which um, thank you to all the fans that voted. I was nominated for four different things and I won three awards. I didn't get the one that I really, 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 really wanted, but wow, such unbelievable compliments and the things that I did get. So, um, let's see, I have got a couple of things here for you guys just right out the gate and, um, one of them is go to adult film star network and, um, Patreon, Patreon is on there. Become, um, one of the fan club, uh, members click on the fan club. You can donate a dollar. You can donate $5, a hundred dollars, whatever it's up to you. But the key is I get a ton of emails that say, when are you coming to my area? When am I going to get to meet you? And so on and so forth. Rebecca and I actually do, um, we travel, we do these conventions. I just said it. But that takes away from home life and and everything. We've got to pay for hotels. We've got to pay for our passes to get in. We don't get this all for free, you know. And we both love doing Adult Film Star Network and our own shows, our respective shows, you know, Sick Addictions and Talking Dirty, that... um, 
you know, we do it because we love it. And thank God that you guys love it too, because our downloads are ridiculous. And, you know, you're absolutely nothing without your fans. But we do want to be able to come and visit the fans, go to Exotica, go to um, the Exotica. There was, there's another one coming up in March in Colorado, and we just did so many conventions in January. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, get in the fan club. You get so many perks. Um, I believe it's $50 or more. You get a free gift. Well, it's obviously not free, but you get a special, special little gift um, every single month. And sometimes it could be movies. It could be, um, um, I, you know what, I'm not telling you because there's quite a few things that I have up my sleeve where I just keep bombarding Rebecca and going, well, send this, send that, send this, send that. So <coughs> it gets a little silly. Also, don't forget B-movie films. Rebecca and I are, everybody also, again, they email her. She is the B-movie queen. You email Rebecca Love and go, when are you going to be in front of uh, my face and at after what is it, 10 p.m. on HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, all of that. Well, you know what? We've got scripts and everything, but we want fan participation. With all these downloads for our shows, uh, believe me, you guys just put in your email for B as in boy, moviefilms.com. Put your um, email address in there. And you'll be notified when we are um, wanting fan participation, anything that's coming up. She's got, um, I know it's not a blog. It's like a, it's some sort of thread where, where you guys can talk to her about this movie stuff and everything. So also on Rebecca Love, triple X, or nope, just Rebe- RebeccaLove.com. <laughs> I was going to add a triple X. I'm such an asshole. And then JocelynStone.com. Look at our calendars. Look at the calendars because there are all kinds of things that happen once a month. Um, we do karaoke triple X. There's in Las Vegas. Everybody comes to Vegas. I don't care if you're listening to this and you're in Australia. You know, I've had fans come in from Australia too, um, and and be here for karaoke triple X. There's no um, door fee. The drinks are reasonable, not you know, Las Vegas strip prices. And, um, it's right next to freaking airport, which is really close to the strip, which is really close to where most people stay. So, um, look at our calendars. If you want to follow Rebecca's calendar or my calendar, I do a lot more traveling than Rebecca does, but, um, I'm, you know, and never, yeah, never know what we're going to do. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. This is a, episode 165 and um it is called dangerous sex and uh, let me tell you why i've gotten uh, a little hooked on this silly show and i'm going to say silly because to me with an adult brain i don't believe that they're doing enough research so this is why i'm doing this show um, but the the show that i see i think it's on mtv or something like that it's called true life and it's T-R-U-L-I-F-E. And I get such a kick out of it because there's so many things that I really, really, really like. And they kind of shed light 
on things like being porn star parents, believe it or not. There are people that do porn that are parents. That was a really amazing episode. And one of our uh, incredible friends, Alana Evans, was in it. So we, um, I, I look at the show and I really appreciate the stuff that they do. Sometimes, because it is a younger generation that's listening and watching um, this show, I, I get a little paranoid sometimes. And... Maybe that's the my adult brain. Maybe that's um, just being protective. I don't know. Um, especially protective over um, what I do when it comes to fetish. And um, um, yeah, sadomasochism is, is not a joke. You need to be careful. You need to be educated. I never, ever, ever pretend like I am the... Um, the end-all be-all of information, but I will get information out there as much as possible. And I'm really hoping that, you know, um, adults that have teenage kids that listen to this, you know, this should, this show can open up their, their eyes to a few things. Even if, um, you listen to or watch True Life and, um, look at Dangerous Sex and, um, I think it's called something else. Like, uh, I need Dangerous Sex, something like that. Um, but it, it definitely start a dialogue with your kids because this, this really, really kind of freaked me out a little bit. So, um, there was a boy on this show that, you know, pretty, pretty boy, thought he was absolutely adorable, got a sweet little girlfriend. Something where I think that the show kind of jumped the gun a little bit was the fact that these people were only dating for a few months. You know, I think they were in like fourth or fifth month, something like that. So, um, and not long enough to get past even the courting period, which most, most younger people don't remember or even know they don't know they were never taught what a courting period is you know if you like a boy he likes you you just drop to your knees and put his cock in your mouth those are the standards nowadays i'm sorry but the you know to me you gotta earn it you gotta earn these panties being on the floor so um but they had been dating for a very short amount of time he had been challenged. Now, if you listen to his whole dialogue about who he is, what he is, why he is, um, some girl challenged him a long time ago, um, ex-girlfriend, and it was, well, if you're a man, then you're going to dominate me. Nobody explained to him what that word meant, and he took it to borderline abusive. So it... it these people got a hold of him and his new girlfriends, and it was a beautiful thing. You know, she really just absolutely adores him, and he adores her. But he had been put on a time out because he was having sex with her and choked her out so bad, she put him on a 90-day probation where she refused to have sex with him. I mean, that's, that's a pretty bad choking. You know what I'm saying? When your, your girlfriend of a couple of months says, bitch, I ain't fucking you. Cause, cause you, you literally took that to an abusive level. Um, when I talk about these things, you know, I, I, I'm dominant. I'm, I'm really bad at being a bottom, but I can be. And 
I don't mind being choked or have my ass slapped or something like that. I don't, you know, I'll probably say do it harder, smack me harder. Shit, knowing me, I'd probably say you hit like a fucking girl, hit me harder. That's probably what'll come out of my mouth. But I'm an asshole, so there you go. (coughs) But when it comes down to it, he just started doing these things and because it made his cock hard he just assumed she was going to tolerate it now you gotta think i mean uh, when i have vanilla sex i may think these things where i'm going to choke a guy or i'm gonna you know do these different um fetishy kinky things that i do but um i'm not going to manhandle him unless I have his permission. And that was something that really tripped me out about this guy. He didn't feel that he needed to ask permission and then didn't understand why she put him on a timeout. And I'm like, you know, this is, I preach communication, communication, communication all the fucking time. And this is why, you know, because she, she's going to remember that shit forever. Whether they stay together, they don't stay together. It doesn't matter. She is always going to remember that. And, um, she's always going to look at any kinks or fetishy things, or she's going to look at it in such a negative way. And that really, really bums me out from coming from this lifestyle. So, um, few things when, when people are starting to date and things like that, communication, what do you like? This is what I like. I'm a little into this, but, um, it has to come from a place of trust. Now I've dated vanilla guys and, um, they're like, Oh, I'm not into this. I'm not into that. And so on and so forth. And okay. Okay. I totally understand and respect it. I don't have a problem with it. And then when in the bedroom and everybody's naked and sweaty and all this kind of fun and hot stuff, I've had guys say, hey, you know, well, what is this like? Or what is that like? Or I hear you talk about fashioning a, a custom cock ring. What does that actually feel like? Well, let me get my rope and I'll show you. Or um, tie their legs together. Or, um, you know, they may not be into ass play, but I am. So, you know, hey, no penetration whatsoever, but I'm going to tease your ass while I'm sucking your dick. You know what I mean? So you create this positive energy about you and uh, about both of you around you. You create this fantastic sexually charged bubble and um there's no force now this young man decided um that he was going to force it not only choking her out that one time but also um when they were getting ready to have sex again she put him on a 90 day um um time out um, he started going buying collars and leashes and all she kept saying through the whole show is I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. Well, this motherfucker's not going to be around very long if all he keeps doing is trying to force her into these different things. 
also um, something that they did on the show, which I I got very excited about because I was waiting, 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 waiting. It's like take him to a pro dom, male or female. Take him to a dungeon. Take him someplace. Well, what they fucking did is they took him to a sex store. That annoyed me. But there was a person there that it looked, uh, to me, it looked like a person that was um, uh, selling the toys and a little drop in the bucket of wisdom, you know, uh, going, well, you know, you, you should be careful. No shit, dude. You should fucking be careful. You know, that that really kind of tripped me out that they weren't that the show did not say, hey, Google it. You hurt this girl that you say you love. You hurt this girl by choking her. Did you Google it? And afterwards, because I did before doing this show, I did. And um, how to choke properly during sex. And uh, the thing is, is you go for the blood choke in the main artery down the sides of your neck and um you don't ever go for the the air the air choke you never go for the trachea at all and it just it really tripped me out because in 45 seconds i had probably 15 different um different websites Showing me all of this. I was going to write a couple websites down. And I thought, my God. All I did was type in a phrase. And there's so they even had pictures of the jugular vein going down either side of the neck. And all this stuff. This is where you want to do it. You go for a little bit of pressure. Not a whole bunch. Watch the person's reaction. So on and so. So ultimately, it's trust. This person has to trust you. And two, pay the fuck attention. Because your hard penis... Um, is not more important than paying attention to make sure that your partner that you're banging out is okay. So, you know, it, it just, it really, really tripped me out that they did not give any of that information. Now, another thing, he wanted to get paddles. He wanted to buy all this different stuff because he's in a sex shop. He wasn't in a fucking dungeon. He was in a sex shop. Now, had they actually gone to an Mind you, it's a sex shop that I absolutely love, and um, it's in Los Angeles, California, and I absolutely love it. Just saying. But um, so when you watch the show, because I expect you guys to watch the show, but when um, it came down to it, um, this this person with all this wisdom of you know, oh my God, it was ridiculous. Goes well. You want to hit her with this stuff. And he goes, I just like to see somebody in pain. I just like it and all this. Well, you know what? I personally like to inflict pain and stuff. So I can't judge that. But he should have been taken back two steps. Not judged. Just taken back two steps. And um, told to put his hands up on the wall and go, okay. You are not allowed to strike anybody with something that you have not been hit with yourself. So here's the 10 different things you said you want to beat the fucking shit out of your girlfriend with. Let's go ahead and beat the shit out of you and see how it feels. The respect factor, it's almost like uh, rebooting your computer. He would have taken those two steps back, 
he would have not have been judged. He would have been forced to sample before purchasing. And then he will um, come out of that store uh, with a different mindset. You know, you know how sometimes your computer works all funky and weird and you're like, what the fuck? So you shut it down, reboot it. When it turns back on, all of a sudden, all the programs are talking to each other like they're supposed to. Sometimes you just have to take a step backwards and think about it. And that that stuff, I wish that because this is like an MTV show, this is a younger generation show and everything, I fucking love the fact that they got that information out there that, you know, sometimes people think these things and you want to choke a girl or choke a guy or of course they made it really aggressive that the guy would was abusing the girl but we all know that that doesn't happen with me it's vice versa so i want you guys to to think about it in both directions but the fact that they just left it so open ended they never said you need to google this and and you know never hit with someone with something that you have not been hit with you know and and the the very simple stuff also these two have been in such a a, a very young 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 relationship that when it came down to it and she kept saying, I don't know why you like that. I don't understand. And um, and everything. I'm thinking, did you guys do penis and vagina like once? Just one time? Or, you know, how long have you guys been even fucking? Because they made reference. Oh, we're trying to spice up our, our sex life. And it's like, dude, you you haven't even broken in the pussy yet. Have you made her squirt? Have you, you know, made her leg shake? Have you um, actually um, pleasured her in such a way and not given a shit about yourself and left yourself almost like edging yourself during sex and then and then walking away not having an orgasm yourself? And were you okay with that, that you love this girl so much that you would give her 10 fucking orgasms and not even have one yourself? You know what I mean? There's so many things that they haven't even touched on because they're so young. But um, that was that was one of the things that just really, really, really intrigued me. I was, I was fascinated about it because this... Um, sense of entitlement. I did uh, a show called um, Fanboy Fuckboy. Actually, we had to call it just Fanboy. But it's episode 158. And it's almost like this entitlement that uh, the younger generation is diving into. And I just want a little bit of education out there. You know, okay, if this is what you want, I'm not arguing it. I'm not going to tell you what you do or don't want. But what steps have you gotten gone through in order to get to that point? You know what I mean? You can't just get out of the baby's crib and start running marathons. No, no. Sweetie, you got to learn how to roll over. You got to how to get up on your knees and your hands. And then you have to learn how to crawl, walk before you can run. So I, I think that a lot of people are just running. 
And that scares the shit out of me when it comes to fetish. Now, the second thing, this actually crosses the line um, a couple of things with me because I do fetish as well as porn. And I still film where Rebecca does more softcore. I still do hardcore. So this really hit home to me because they're saying that there's this porn star. There's this porn star. Um, and it's funny because she's barely done any, any filming at all. And she's only 18 years old. So how she's a star, I'm not fucking sure. And we all know that I have an issue with the S word there. But when it comes down to it, she is into dangerous sex. She wants to fuck like on the ledge of a building, like a skyscraper. She's this psycho bitch that'll like jump out on the Empire State Building on the outside of the fence at the very tip top while the wind is trying to knock her down and get her partner to fuck her up there. No nets, no nothing. Okay, um, thrill seekers. I don't have a problem with thrill seekers. Adrenaline, endorphins, that that fear, that issue, you know, that that um, surge that goes through you, it just slices through your being. There is no better drug you can ever ever take than um, the adrenaline and endorphins that your own body creates. And when it releases into your system, it is mind-blowing. Start with something simple like tattoos. Forcing your body to sit down and take that type of pain, even though there's a beautiful picture afterwards, it doesn't matter. That motherfucker hurts. And your body is releasing endorphins and, and adrenaline. And when people say I'm addicted to tattoos, I've got the itch to get a tattoo and everything. Well, what it is, is that craving for those two chemicals. So, and then afterwards you have a coming down thing where you have to, you know, just uh, like regroup. And, um, I also did a show on Dom drop and sub drop where you've got these endorphins and this adrenaline that's just released and just making you, um, so euphoric and everything in different ways. It could be from pain. It could be from pleasure. It could be from fear. It could be from humiliation. It could be from all these different things. Um, just something to trigger your brain and your body to release this you trick it into doing that and um yeah it's a beautiful 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 drug because our own bodies make it and it's fantastic so but as i'm listening to these young ladies um things she's like it just has to be really extreme it has to be this it has to be that and i'm just mouth on the ground I'm like, okay, she's only 18 years old. She barely knows anything that's going on with her body. And that's probably a lot of the confusion. But um, something that was fascinating to me, and again, with the entitlement 
And then um, um, communication, communication with parents, because these kids just dive in, you know, just head first. And mind you, I don't mean just young kids in in fetish and everything. I've seen people, you know, in their 40s and 50s dive into stuff where they're just so excited about it. They want that rush so bad that they don't think first. And that is seriously not a good thing. So this this um, thrill seeking and all of that, um, she does not do any type of um, safety precautions whatsoever. It has to be full penetration, penis and vagina type sex. So it's not just going out there and, you know, like kissing, making out, whatever. It's like full blown scene. And she's talking about, you know, um, and now this is a brand and Rebecca and I constantly talk about branding yourself and everything, but yeah, you're going to have to keep trying to one up yourself. So you got to be really careful with that and have a game plan. You know, she's barely even learned how to take a, a dick in her pussy and she's doing it on the side of billboards. So, um, think out your strategy, think out what it is that you, you, um, want to do when it comes to this type of, of branding, you know what I mean? Um, but some of the comments that she makes is, um, that, uh, she loves the attention. She needs the attention. She has to have the attention and, um, she just really does not care if anybody is, uh, uh, she tells her mother on film with this show that she's doing porn and the adrenaline, I mean, you guys think about, you know, when you had to face your parents and tell your parents like, oh yeah, I wrecked the car or, you know, I lost the dog or something like that. You know, that I got bad grades that, that adrenaline that releases is, is mind blowing. She gets off on it. She loves that. She loves to get caught. Okay. Now you've heard me talk quite a bit, um, about, um, being a Sam, which is a smart ass masochist. Okay. And ultimately this is what this young lady is. If you listen to the, or watch the episode and really watch her, her mom is so sweet. She's so kind. She really is. And just goes, Oh, please don't do that. I really don't like that. I'm just, I'm not, I don't think this is good. Well, you know what? If you're that mellow and passive and you got a, a psycho crazy, I want to get gang banged by, you know, the, the, I don't know, frat boys down the street and there's 30 of them and I'll take them all. You know, she's that girl. She's on a, uh, she's an adrenaline junkie and her mom's so passive that she doesn't even notice. She doesn't even fucking notice. Now I'm not telling the girl not to, um, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do the other thing. She's only 18, but I would say structure yourself, be smart, be safe, 
also figure out other things instead of trying to, you know, make your face a permanent part of the fucking pavement. Why don't we go ahead and go into a safe zone and get yourself a a male dom or something like that? Because she is not thinking ahead about, about anything. And that is scary as fuck to me. That seriously scared the crap out of me. And I feel sorry for her mommy. I really, really do. Her mom was so sweet. So, um, yeah, these, at these couple of things, I was just really intrigued, floored, flabbergasted. And, you know, when people talk, and say, oh, well, this is what I like. Don't say, oh, you know, society tells us you shouldn't like that. You know, fucking on the side of a billboard. You'll die if you fall. You know, then when it comes down to it, my goal is always been, especially in fetish and kink, is don't tell somebody, you know, oh, I don't do that. I don't like this or whatever. Unless you've tried it. Or unless you understand why somebody likes what they like, you know, and, and, and this girl, I believe she didn't have hardcore structure with repercussions. If she broke the day to day protocol with her parents. So now that she's 18, she's like, fuck all y'all. I'm out. This is what I'm doing. And I don't give a shit what you have to say, you know, and I don't want her mom to have to go through hell if she gets injured. You know what I mean? Even her little girlfriends were saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? What happens if you fall? And she goes, well, then, you know, either I die or, you know, I'll be jacked up for the rest of my life. So what? I can live with my mom. Wow. Wow. That's pretty bold fucking statement. But with this, she kept saying, I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. And okay. But I really wanted to sit down with her and go, okay, what have you done so far? Not why do you need it? I don't give a shit about that. What have you done so far? What have you tried so far? What did you think of this? What did you think of that? So on and so forth. So I try not to tell people that their line of thinking is wrong, but I try to find out how they got there to the end sentence that that's coming out and they're saying to me. So I just, yeah, I found it fascinating and something else on Buzzfeed. Um, you can go on YouTube, you know, everybody has seen, um, um, the Buzzfeed productions, I think it is, or something like that. But you can go on there and you can look up Hudsey Hahn. And um, she did a video where the Buzzfeed, um, I think she also, or was it Try Guys? One of the two. I think it was Buzzfeed, though, where they um, come in and they try out all these different toys at the dungeon in Los Angeles. And it was really interesting because all she did was sit there and say, these are the toys. This is what they do. This is why. Have you ever been hit with one? 
Okay, well, take turns. Experience. You got one person that's going, hey, I kind of like that. You do it harder. Do it harder. The other one is just acting like they're going to fucking die because it hurt too much. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff is mainstream. It's out there. And, um, yeah. So, um, when it comes to the, uh, the very aggressive dominant boyfriend, he was stuck in watching a lot of porn that had this really, really aggressive stuff in it. And I know people, and I have been one of them that can get really, really into that. However, um, you've got to remember that movies are just that they're movies. A lot of the times they're scripted. A lot of times I know people that, um, kid dynamite, he would get kicked, kicked in the balls and all this stuff. That's not his forte. That's not what he's into, but, um, he is one of those people that he can actually take the pain so people think, oh, yeah, you're the guy that likes to get kicked in the balls. And the first thing out of his mouth is no, no, I absolutely hate it, you know. So don't think that a movie is reality. You know, take a step back and go, hmm, that's really interesting. I'm going to Google it and I'm going to do a little more research on it. Or I'm going to do more research on this person, you know, that's that's in the in the video. Or in the photo. So, but um, I did a show. It was split into two. It's the 12 steps of domination. And one of those um, steps is, um, you know, when you see other people's pictures on their FetLife, on their color space, on their Facebook, on whatever, um, you don't know what was going on behind that picture. It could look like a beautiful um, Dom sub relationship, but when it came, comes down to it, these two may be completely different and they were fighting and arguing and all this stuff right before that photo was taken. And yes, I do know of a photo like that where the DS relationship was so fucked up that in the pictures, they were beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people, but when the camera wasn't snapping that photo, they were a fucking train wreck, you know? So don't try to be the Joneses. Don't compete with the Joneses. Don't worry about what the Joneses think about you. You be you and you get that communication going. There's nothing wrong with you. It just might be that the girl or guy that you are crushing on right now isn't a good fit and you guys are not going to fit together like puzzle pieces. But I'll tell you what, you could end up with a super, super close friend. So um, don't get it twisted, you guys. It, there's there's differences. You know, go through the walking, um, the crawling to walking to running when it comes to these different things. But then on top of it, um, there is a line with um, educated and uneducated when it comes to fetish. And people can get hurt in a lot of different ways. People can get hurt. So I want everybody to be careful, smart, and safe. You know what I mean? Just be smart. And uh, hell, I'm here if you guys have 
any questions at all, I'm always right here. You can send an email um, at over at jocelynstone.com or adultfilmstarnetwork.com or Rebecca. You know, I mean, come on, you guys. Any questions you have, I will answer in a fucking heartbeat. And um, leave a review. Leave a review with a with a question in there. If it's something where you think I'm batshit crazy that I'm being <coughs> too overprotective with this stuff. You know what I mean? So I just want everybody to be safe and have a really good time. And and that's it. There's cause and effect. There's action and reaction. So think about what you're doing first before you start getting all silly, silly, willy and um, coming at a bitch <laughs> or coming at a dude. You know, I only fuck somebody in the ass if they ask me for it. I only kick them in the balls if they ask me for it. But I can tell you any guy that I've ever been around, ever dated, anything like that, they know that I love it. But I never, ever, ever try to change them. So be smart and don't try to change somebody. Anyway, blah, blah. This is just my my fetishy, kinky swirl effect of, <laughs> of this dangerous sex. And episode 165 from... From True Life, the TV show. So I'm really curious, you guys. Tell me what you think. I'm super, super curious what you think about all of this. And I want to hear feedback. You know, I really, I really, really and truly do. And you have been listening to the Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one. Please, please, Mr. Marvin, have a seat on the couch. Um, okay. This is my first therapy session, Dr. Thumperface. Please relax. Now, tell me about your mother. That's sort of personal, don't you think? Okay, well, uh, well, word association. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yellow. Goldfish. Sexy. Goldfish. Nine-person anal gangbang. Uh, goldfish. Ah, Mr. Marvin, why are you here? Well, the truth is, Doc, I'm into some stuff, and I don't know if it's, well, normal. Oh, Mr. Marvin, there isn't anything such as normal when it comes to sex. In fact, here's a prescription. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone? New episodes every Tuesday. Listen to that at least once a week, and you will see that everybody has something that they are into. Okay, Doc, I'll give it a try. Well, our time is up. Seriously? I want to talk more about goldfish. Our time is up. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. New episodes every Tuesday on adultfilmstarnetwork.com. So, uh, Mr. Marvin, you can tell me. What is your special interest? Well, I'm into PB. PB? I I must admit, I have not heard of that. Yeah. Peanut butter. Oh, Doc. I just love to... Next patient!